Welcome to Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's me, and it's 400 episodes, motherfuckers. <laughs> I got really loud for no reason. Anyways, that's Jeff. Are you done? No. <sighs> so, you know, if you consider that probably on average, every episode probably averages out to an hour. Yeah. 400 hours is way too much time to put up with your bullshit. Good. I just want you to know that. Good. And that's Wells. And Wells, you've only put up with my bullshit for like 250 hours? Well, no. Or maybe I, three. I, I came in. Yeah, you did actually. My first episode was 64. Okay. But I didn't like full-time start until... 69. <laughs> something. I, I think so. <laughs> so yeah, just a little over 300 hours of putting up with your shit. Okay. Well, we aren't going to self-indulge again. Uh, coming up after this episode, you'll actually hear the three of us along with some old co-hosts yeah. that popped in. We all did a Discord call last Saturday. So Mark and Chris hung out with us for what was going to be a 30-minute call. And it yeah. turned into like an hour and a half long session. Which... It, it, that's that's putting it... I, like, I think... Well, of course, we some of us hung around afterwards as yeah. well. I mean, like, it, I don't know. It was just... There's, there's always this, this running joke about guys, how, you know, like with guys, we may not see or talk to each other for years and in like 30 seconds, we're back, yep. you know, and it's like nothing, nothing ever changed, nothing ever happened. And we're all just like busting chops and making fun. And oh yeah. The, the dick pic smarts at me as soon as we were done. It was I just bet, like numerous, so. like, oh, here's my wang. Did he send you any pictures of his romper, though? That's what I want to know. <laughs> no, no romper pics. Oh, uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. It's actually quite fortunate. It's very fortunate. It's so, very fortunate. episode yeah. 400. Yeah, I know. Huzzah. I, Josh, to a, a lot of hours. I know. I really did not think we were going to make it this far. I really didn't. Like, of course, you say that every time we hit any kind of milestone. I, I do, because there's one Or day. at the end of every episode, you're like, oh, I don't think we're going to do it anymore. Yeah, or I think we're just done. I mean, there's just one day where I just envision, like, the board just gets turned off forever and I walk away from this, but I have yet to get Good to that job. Point. Well done. I'll most likely kill you in the morning. Right. right like, <laughs> trying to do turn the fucking board off? Yeah, like, seriously, you're over here talking about ending it. And you're <laughs> yep. literally like, ah, you know, 400 is enough. We're just going to, guys, we're just going to drink the beer and then uh, peace out. You know, it's been great. 399 was long enough. We're yeah, just going to. Yeah, yeah, we're fucking done with it. Uh, so I kind of knew this years ago. I'm pretty sure. Same. Most people did. But in case you didn't know, beer is probably a way better per- post-workout drink for you than anything else Even other chocolate than water. Because I hear chocolate milk's good for you after a workout. Uh Chocolate milk and me, we don't get along. You don't get along with any chocolates. You're a monster. Well, yeah, but I mean, just milk and I'm, and I'm not even like lactose intolerant. Like I eat cheese all the time. I just don't like milk. Period. Never have. Never been one of those things. But like I can remember. So Jeff, you and I used to work in the same building. Um, I would have the. You haven't poured that for me. Yep. No. Um. Back when I was in the office, I used to do the bike commute. And especially like now, one of the greatest things I could do was have just a nice cold beer, hop in the shower, you know, to get all the nasty, grimy sweat off of me. When you get to work? Holy cow, you have a very forgiving office. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, we didn't forgive him that many times. Yeah, no, no. No, back home. Um, But there was nothing better for me than that. 
just having a nice cold beer and I felt re-energized. I felt recharged. I wasn't filled with all these weird chemicals from these post-workout drinks or a Gatorade or, you know, some of the other shit that's out there. Well, it turns out there are chemicals in beer too. So really what? Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. But I mean, it's, it's overall, it's just a better drink for you than a lot of the quote unquote sports drinks because they're all chock full of sugars and everything else. And so it, it turns out that a beer post-workout is healthy. Uh, it helps with uh, water retention in the short term. Um, it's got electrolytes. It's got negligible amounts of protein. You mean it's, it's what plants carbs. crave, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Mm. Yeah. I mean, how many places, well, pre-COVID had a, you know, yoga and beer or let's run club, run clubs, or let's ride our bikes beer and beer. It's it's no surprise for those of us that have been around the beer culture forever that yeah having a beer after you work out it feels great and it is actually healthier for you than anything but water. I would imagine too. There's a motivating factor just you know inside your own psychology. Oh, of, absolutely. Like you know yeah I'm working out but I'm gonna have a beer when I'm done. Yeah. Whereas for me I'm just like or I could skip the workout and just go straight to the beer <laughs> or and that works have, out really well too. Or just and suddenly beer. I feel better and I'm drinking beer. Who doesn't love 12-ounce curls? I'm just saying. I do mine in diminishing returns. It's like 12 ounces and then 10 and then like 6. So, Wells, what what, what do the German scientists do? Or chemists? Well, I mean, turns out there's chemicals in beer. Wait, what? No! So, there's a... Uh, they are able to use some mass spectrometry mm-hmm. to analyze beer samples... And they found like over 7,700 different chemical compounds in beer, and many of them were had not been identified before. So it's kind of cool. It is cool. If anybody that's like, oh my god, I don't drink that. It's all made of chemicals. Like everything's made of chemicals. Okay. Like. Well, yeah. I mean, they make up our bodies to begin with. But. Yep. Those are. Most of what is in us and in beer is natural chemicals, not synthetic chemicals that not, are made not in a lab. from a lab. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's hops, malt, water, and yeast that combine into like some super mega Voltron shit. So, heck yeah. Cool. Any other thoughts or was nah, it just cool? cool. Okay. Yeah, move on. I mean, it's a fun read. It's not a necessary read, but whatever. Okay. okay. So, yeah. Wh- why am I excited about this? Why are you excited about this? Okay, yeah. so Josh is wondering if I got lost on my way to put articles in um, because Buxton Hall Barbecue has finally reopened its dining room. Uh, this thing is next door to Catawba. It is just down the street from Green Man. It is right around the corner from Burial. And it is, I cannot think of a better place that I would like to go stuff myself with food after or before a a nice little south slope afternoon of brewery hopping. I mean, some of the absolute best barbecue that I've ever had, and I'm from here, like, that should carry a little bit of weight. Um, Mm. Mm. Shush. Mm. I'm not wrong. So it's absolutely delicious. They even have these like a 
bourbon and cheer wine slushies, which is just ridiculously okay, tasty. Okay, that does sound good. Oh, oh that's great. I mean, you know, two of these, and you're going to have a smile on your face and not want to go anywhere else. Um, the food's good. They've been to go only through the pandemic. Um, but they're open again. So next time I am in Asheville, next time anyone is in Asheville, if you are craving some barbecue, uh, do stop by Buxton Hall. This is a not paid for advertisement. I just really like their shit. Do, do they have burn-ins? Yeah. Okay. Because it ain't a barbecue place if there's not burn-ins, if you ask I me. I mean, they, they even have like their, their collards and green beans like in the smoker underneath like the the pork butt so it has all that like fatty goodness just dripping down off well of and, the, and, and the reason i have to ask because you know i am going to pick on you for a second you you say you're from here that's great but this state is known for pork barbecue not yes. beef barbecue yeah. and beef barbecue is and even then like you got to be careful where in the state you're getting your pork barbecue yes because you get that eastern north carolina bullshit with the vinegar is like <laughs> we took a whole bottle of vinegar and we dropped like three drops of tomato-based barbecue sauce in it and then we cooked the chicken in it all day long to where it's basically mush yeah very popular with the uh old folks but well don't get me started on what goes on in south carolina with the mustard-based sauce i mean give me a break i can get behind that in certain circumstances more like get behind me satan Mm. so yeah just happy just excited about that uh so this is a story that is near and dear to my heart for a very particular reason oh why oh because i'll won't say but yingling has expanded uh for those of you that don't know jesus christ jeffrey there are paper towels in the kitchen should we pause yeah give me, give me a second. did you cut yourself no i didn't okay. but it's just it's running everywhere I just can't believe I dumped that whole thing on your crotch, Wells. I am so sorry. God, you're the worst. Probably would have been fine. Why is he sitting on the bottle now, though? I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. Well, as we were saying, or as we were discussing previously, for those of us that lived east of the Mississippi, we could easily get Yingling. Yet, if you told somebody on the West Coast, hey, I could go to the grocery store, I could buy you a suitcase of this shit for like $12, like, no, you can't. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I can. Um, they signed a deal, and we talked about this. It's been, I don't know, six months ago, I think, that we talked about them signing a distribution deal. They're going to start to expand their network. They are now available in Texas. But this isn't just a distribution deal. This is a manufacture and distribution deal with um, Miller Coors. Yes, that's right. I forgot about that. So they will be brewing yingling not at a yingling brewery Molson Coors, sorry um, so it's being brewed at one of the Molson Coors facilities in Fort Worth, Texas and um, so far they have 4,000 accounts now in the Lone Star State pouring yingling which is kind of 40,000 40? Forty thousand. Oh, oh wow. Okay, sorry, I put a comma in the wrong spot. Um, that's crazy, because 
You can get Shinerbach in Texas. Yeah. Isn't, I mean, at the end of the day, is this not kind of the same beer? One yeah. was just regionally made in Pennsylvania. The other one was regionally made in somewhere in Texas, and they really aren't all that different. Well, I mean, Yingling's uh, Pennsylvania and Florida. Well, I'm, I'm saying traditionally, yeah. Oh, yeah. quotation marks. And I mean, at the end of the day, they're both... I know that Shiner isn't a quote-unquote amber Bach. It's a Bach beer instead of a amber lager, but... Profile-wise, especially with the what those two beers are, they're not that are all that far different from each other. And why the fuck are you going to lose your mind over this beer is beyond me? And Because it's yingling. Because it has cred. And because I haven't been able to get it until just now. And yeah. much like in Indiana, everybody lost their damn mind when yingling came to Indiana. And three weeks later, nobody cared. Well, and like... You look at the picture, not the the top one, but the second one. It's one of the biggest problems I've ever had with Yingling. The nice green bottles of, hey, let's skunk our beers. Why are you buying the bottles? Well, I haven't bought Yingling in years fair because enough. of a very specific reason that I'm not going to get into. Yeah, but. fair enough. Yeah, this is the non-political craft beer cast. Yes. But, I mean, good on them that they're expanding, and eventually they'll probably expand nationwide, and everybody will be able to get it, but... 40,000 accounts are selling this in the state of Texas. That's mind-boggling. Yeah, in like a, a an initial rollout. Like this isn't we built up to 40,000. It's we hit go and we're at 40,000. Like that's special. Yeah. Kind of neat. Yeah. You know what's really not neat? What's that? Not neat? Not neat. Would you like to... Okay, I get why somebody would like to have a non-alcoholic beer. But the first thing that crosses your mind is having a Guinness as a non-alcoholic beer? Ew. Yeah. Ew. Ew. That makes a little bit of sense because Guinness is already, uh, like, what, 3.2, 3 3.4% ABV? I mean, it is a very low ABV beer. You're right, but... And plus, like, it's, it's all Guinness about Do Guinness drinkers the... know that? Well, yeah, they don't. That's the thing. They all think it's this big, oh, okay. giant... I gotta be careful. I could only have one, and I'm like, well, actually... Well, actually... You know well, that, actually... You know that four-pack you bought? You could probably have the whole thing and still be fine. Yeah, that... Somebody years ago, I mean, I mean, like, over a decade ago, was asking for, like, getting light beer recommendations. And I'm like, oh, well, I mean, they've got this, they've got this, and they've got Guinness. They're like, Guinness isn't a light beer. I'm like, Guinness is like 3.2% and like has the same calories, alcohol content and everything as the other two things that I showed you. So, but it's dark. Oh, poor Josh. I know what beer that is. What is that? I don't like that. I need an adult. Yeah. Um, yeah, I 4.2. I'm okay. 4.2. All right. For some reason I thought. Yeah, that's a, that's, I'm sorry. That's Guinness heavy. Oh, Guinness export. <laughs> no, it's just a regular. Guinness. I know. I know. I know. I'm just so, making. I'm making fun. Imperial, I mean, I, Imperial Guinness. It, it makes sense, but number one, if this shit doesn't come with the nitro ball in it, I'm out. Yeah, I mean, because at that point, it's pointless. Yeah. So I, I know, like, this sounds like the alcoholic in me talking, but what is the use case for a zero percent Guinness? Go. I'm out with my friends. I'm in Ireland. They all want to drink. 
and I can't drink because I'm going to die if I have a drink because I'm a diabetic. Okay. One okay. use case. I okay. came up with one. All right. So that's very specific niche. All right. Well, second use case. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't have one. It's for when I'm going to game day and it's going to be 105 degrees, so I don't want to get drunk. So I'm pounding a bunch of Guinness Draft 0%. I mean... I mean, yeah, I, I get that it's not... A, it never has been a high ABV beer, but it's still a very heavy beer. Like, not heavy in the sense of alcohol, but heavy in the sense of... It stays like it sits, in your stomach. It's, yeah, it's It heavy. sticks to your ribs yeah. for a while. Like, it's a heavy-ass beer. For being four percent, yeah, and I don't want that at a zero percent. Like, if you're gonna give me that, just give me the whatever the zero percent loggers are that are out right. there, right? Which already tastes like water, so right, I mean, yeah. Or just give me some water and throw some hops in it. Ensures the iconic, much loved character of Guinness is maintained, and that nothing is compromised. Aw, thanks. I hate it. Speaking of thanks, I hate it. Yes. Harpoon and Duncan are continuing Harpoon. to be a thing. Harpoon, the, the newest in uh, Duncan Donuts, uh, drunk dialing you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, remember, they, they did that beer here first. Yep. It kind of seemed like and didn't take off. And so they went to Harpoon, I don't know, it felt like a couple of years ago. And we're like, Because hey. clearly the problem was the brewer, right. not the idea. Right. Hey, you up? You up? Hey, uh, pumpkin spice beer. I don't think it's that it didn't take off here. They just partnered with a, a really odd duck. You know, you're you're partnering with Catawba, which didn't really do a big rollout of that beer. Like, I mean, <laughs> what they sent you home with the Crower? Right? Is that how we ended up with who? Yeah, uh, you. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, they are making a mix pack of all the Harpoon Duncan combination beers, like a pumpkin beer and a cinnamon beer. And you know, I like hate every my box life. That, yeah, Can you, you know, give me a gun and yeah. let me put it in my mouth? You know, maple, every box maple has cream blonde. Yeah, a blueberry matcha IPA. You, you know how every beer has the box turd. What happens if like this feels like Duncan was all like, them? what if every beer was the turd in the box? What if just like a whole box of turdies? Yeah. You know, or, or what do they call their little uh, their, their little donut balls? They got like turdies? a cute name, like donkeys or something like that. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? They're called turdies. We're going to call them turdies. We're going to call them Yeah. This just sounds like a bad idea to be. And, you know, another one of those breweries that used to be back in the day, like, oh, shit, I could get some Harpoon stuff. And when was the last time I bought anything from Harpoon? I couldn't the Last time you. they made something good. I mean, like, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of those breweries up there just, you know, again... The old school breweries that didn't innovate got lost. Yep. And they got left behind by everybody else who was maybe not chasing trends, but at least continuing to improve their beer. Please tell me you have not cracked nor poured that last beer because I'm very disappointed so far with... Okay. You have not had it yet. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. It's coming. This this one isn't bad. I hate this one. You're welcome. You might have those in reverse order. We'll have you try them all again I later. Think you didn't pour me that one, didn't it? No. One of them I do not hate. The other one I do absolutely oh, well, despise. I feel like you need more of that because you know what it is. Yep. Okay. So I'm not wrong. Yep. yep. 
Speaking of uh, box turds. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Jeff. Sir. You know this whole... Uh, that, 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 oh, damn it, you looked at the screen. Sorry. No, you already saw. I didn't get a good look. I don't know what it was. Okay. So you know the whole wine in the box thing you were making fun of yeah, earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Juice well, boxes for, for white women. What if you could get a cocktail in a box? What if... What if you could get my dick in a box? Well, I mean, Bud, Budweiser says, why not cocktails instead? So you can turn around again and, and take a full look at the... Nice cocktail in a box. Sure. Um, okay, so I, I'm assuming these are malt beverage cocktails. Yes, which of I think we can all agree are the worst kind of cocktails. They're not even cocktails, right? They're cock. They're they're cocktail. They're mocktails, right? Cocktail flavored malt beverages. Yes. And they are coming to Arkansas and Georgia. So Chuck, Arizona, or Arizona? Sorry. Well, it's still Georgia, Chuck. This is for you, buddy. Yeah. And the answer is no, we don't want any of it. <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah, if we get a box of boxology on our... You know what? Where's the uh, where's the milk crate challenge, but with these things, where they get smashed? Where's everybody getting these milk crates? When's the last time you were able to get your hands on a milk crate? I know. I heard that same comment the other day. I'm like, I haven't seen a milk crate in fucking years. I, I have two that I don't believe... Like, I've and, got the, the fancy hipster wooden box crates. But, but Does I that feel, count? I feel like milk crates are like kegs where it's like the, the dairy that actually owns them and you're not supposed to have them. Right. And I've got like two of them, you know, which I've had since I was a kid back when milk was delivered in those. Like today. How old are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <coughs> oh, Lord. All right, Wells. I'm gonna kick this one over to you. It's like two or two sentences. But this was I, you put it in here. I didn't know why, so I'm like, I'm gonna let this him run was with like, it. Like now, I tried finding other coverage, and it was similarly as short. Basically, if you were at the Mountaineer Brewfest in Wheeling, West Virginia, you might have noticed that the giant inflatable uh, beer glass that they use to mark the entrance went missing. But don't worry, it was later found. Cool. Cool. Story. All right, this was actually kind of the, the, the one that I really wanted to save for 400. Okay. Because I want to play a little game. Okay, I'll play. With the three of you, this is not I'm obviously... Not, I'm not looking at the screen. I haven't yeah. looked at this article. You yeah. know me, I didn't do my homework. I, I have looked do. at this article. So well, don't no, no, no. That's fine. We're going to play it with Jeff, but I want to play it personally in the room of mm. what do you consider your most trashiest beer that you drink? Oh, but not, my. not yet. Don't answer it yet. All right. But think about that. Have that thought in your head of what is your most trashiest beer that you drink? Regularly? Ever? In the last year? Let's go. Let's even call it semi-regularly. Okay, so this is not like a, a one-off, like... Right. This one time, there wasn't anything, and I bought six-pack of crazy stuff. Right, yeah. Just, like, kind of semi-regularly, let's say every six months, I get X beer that you consider trashy. Oh. But, but for Jeff, let's play a quick little game. Sure. sure, sure, sure. Let's start off in your home state of Indiana. What do you think is the trashiest beer in the state of Indiana... Indiana of what they would consider trashy, at least. Bushlight. The most popular trash. The most beer. popular is either going to be Mick Ultra or Bushlight. Or, or Miller Light. There's a lot of Miller Light. Of course, I'm also talking about Southern Indiana. I don't know what the, what the Northerners drink that much, but um, something with light in the name. 
but not Bud Light, because I feel like Bud Light's too classy. You think it's too classy? I do think it's too classy. I mean, it probably is Bud Light, because Bud Light's like Diet Coke. It's not the best tasting. It's just the one that everybody drinks. It's actually, are you ready for this? MGD. Okay, I could buy that. Sure. All right. What about North Carolina? What do you think they call the most popular trashy beer here in North Carolina? Um, <clears throat> Bush Light. I feel like Bush Light should be the answer for everybody. Maybe it's not. Um, Yingling maybe is a second. Let, let's go a step above Bush Light. Okay, so it's Miller Light, Bud Light. I mean, it. MGD Light. <laughs> Well, am I wrong in saying a step above of what he's saying, or would that be a step below? Well, <laughs> I don't really know. I, I Natural know. light ice. There you go. Oh, Natty. Natty. Natty is the bargain basement beer. There is nothing. It is It is the floor. It is always the floor. All right. Last state I'll ask you because it's our neighboring state, South Carolina. What do you think is the trashiest beer? I have no idea what they drink there. I don't know. We're like Bud 30 light. minutes away from the border. Yeah. And? And? Bud Light? I don't know. No, they share the same. It's Natty, Natty Light. So now... I feel like that's also the popular beer to hate on. So it's probably part of that, that rationale there, but whatever. So now, my question to you, and I'm pretty sure I already know yours, but maybe. Because you talk about this beer all the time. I wouldn't necessarily consider it trashy, but... Yeah. Amongst the craft beer world, everybody poo-poo you for it. I dare somebody to poo-poo freaking... My favorite. Which is? Banquet. Yep. Jeff? Um, in our refrigerator, on occasion, uh, especially in the fall, because I cook with it a lot, but it does get consumed, it's yingling. Okay. My guess, my guess, I'm curious if you two have any idea of what mine is. I don't know. I don't PBR. Know. Used to be. But that was years ago. What Jenny. is it? Oh. Jenny. Those 30 That's packs rough. of Jenny. That's rough. Those 30 packs of Jenny. Whew. Gets you some Jenny ice. You be feeling that for like four days of going, why did I drink this? This was the worst idea ever. So according to this website, I need to move to New Mexico. That where... Uh, Coors Banquet is the number one trashy Trash beer because it is hard to find in North Carolina. On uh, and I'll go looking for it like every other year. Like, so I just have to have like Coors Banquet at a bar, and I'll ask for like a Coors Banquet, and whoa, Nobody, yeah, the record the, scratches. But but it's like somebody will bring me a Coors Light. I'm like, did I say light? Did I stutter? Like banquet the golden one like what the heck so yeah that's the only uh wait go back go back up what's the top of that saying based most... on google search data so so this is just people searching for the beer not necessarily drinking the beer eh, that adds know. up eh, this dev i don't know this this whatever okay I, I mean it's stroh's oh dip I haven't had a Stroh's in I was going to say, that time. that's one of those beers when I saw it on this list. That's kind of on my secret shame of trash beers that I've never got to try and I've oh, always dang. wanted to. I, okay, i got to find you some Stroh's. I've it's always bad. wanted to. Oh, yeah. No, no, for sure. Always wanted to try. We really need... I, I know we, I, we, I feel we've like, talked about this forever. So we just need to We, we need to put it. together a list of, like, blind spot shame beers 
that like you know like if Josh has never had banquet, we need to get him some banquet. You know, Jeff had banquet. Okay, fine. But yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> why you wanted it? You knew what it was going to be. Why what is it? this? I just dump it. I ain't drinking that. Is this the? I don't know. There's one of these. It's that is. Oh God! Don't joke about that shit. Watch it be the last one. <laughs> no, I, I I watched the last one get poured. He, he has not had any of that. He is very careful. Oh good God! Yeah, yep, it's right there. Yeah, no, I have not had that yet. I've Ooh. made poor life decisions. Josh is, Josh is rubbing his crotch in anticipation. Yeah, I kind of am a little bit. Um, but yeah. I, it would be fun of like Guinea or Jenny. I don't know if you guys have ever had Jenny yeah, at all. Once it's it's a just a trash beer. Like Harris Teeter will have a fucking and I kid you guys not a thirty pack of yeah. that shit for like twelve dollars. <laughs> God, why do we even bother drinking craft beer anymore? <laughs> right. Here's a 30-pack of beer for $12. You have to drink it all to feel anything. I mean, it comes into the suitcase beer cast, everybody. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh. hey, here's, my, oh, bye, here's my suitcase to womp. Podcast idea. We spend the whole afternoon sitting around drinking suitcases of beer. <laughs> Nothing see, could go wrong. See who passes out first. Oh, that, that should be a uh, Patreon-only episode. I mean, I would be down for that, actually. Oof. Who well, passes out first? Yeah, we... The problem, so the question becomes, if we're going to play who passes out first, who's pouring? Well, we would And what am I pouring? We who, always... Who, who passes out first or who yaks first? Well, yeah. I was going to say, obviously, to safely do this, we'd have to do it on Discord, so it wouldn't really matter who's pouring, but we would have to make sure that each of sure. us are keeping up sure. with each other yeah. and like, uh-huh. hey, I'm cracking one, I'm cracking two, I'm cracking three. Yep. Mm-hmm. It goes to show how much I trust you guys where I'm like Discord schmishcord. <laughs> There's video that you can do. In person or get out, Josh. And we all know I will put you under the table, not by out drinking you, but pouring you way too damn much. Oh, God, yes. And just, then Josh disappears. We just won't do it for his birthday. It's hey, it's, for, it's 45 minutes into his party. Where'd he go? Did I kill him already? Dang. I mean, shit, this one's way short, so it's 400. Let's talk about a few of those birthday parties that I know we've kind of quietly talked about but we've never really talked okay, about what's so, happened so so typically because just the logistics of how we do the show as we're talking you know i'm pouring beer for everybody and so i've just kind of like that's become my like second nature almost when i'm anywhere and we're doing a bottle share i end up like just pouring yeah beer. jeff is like our bartender basically. i'm making sure that everybody's got samples of everything and usually like i'm pretty good about making sure i don't miss anything although today i'm off um, but then we'll have these get togethers. And so, um, we had, Josh had people over for his party and, and Josh doesn't normally like groups of people, especially loud people. And, and there were a lot of loud people. And I was like, don't worry about it. We got you. Um, and, and so, you know, we we're, I'm pouring beer and I'm pouring beer and it's Josh's birthday. So he gets a bigger pour and I'm pouring him kind of decent sized pours of like big bad Baptist and um, there was an old hickory beer that was really strong. And I brought some like uh, evil twin. Yeah. Like oh, oh uh, Molotov cocktail. Yeah. Like yeah. like the heavy one. Yep. You know, and, and, and so Josh is like, 
already a little socially awkward and nervous and so he's drinking a little extra to kind of calm his nerves but now he's drinking quicker and it's getting a little warmer even though it's january and and then suddenly we turn around it's like well where'd josh go and so party keeps on going and we just keep on pouring and we keep on drinking and we're laughing we're having a good old time and then somebody's like yeah he's 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 face down in the bathroom (laughs) puking his guts out yeah like I'm not proud of that moment because it was the last time we had a birthday party for Josh. But yeah, at the same time, that's probably why we had. It's, yeah, it was I, was, I was like, I, I was, I was a good pourer. I wasn't good at monitoring how much you were taking in. Yeah, well, yeah, that and um, that was supposed to be like we were all like it was a big group of us. We were all going to sit down. Like I dreamed of always playing like this big game of Cards Against Humanity with like twelve people. That game happened, and with ha- twelve yeah, people. Yeah, I know it did. And how much fun that would have been and everything else. And I remember coming to and looking up at my wife and going, what happened? And she said, well, everybody left. I'm like, what time is it? And she's like, oh, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, "Um, last I knew it was 9 o'clock. What happened to the last five hours of my life? So so unfortunately, though, I, I, I think I'm starting to realize that I... I may not be the one you want to trust at big bottle shares pouring because then there was the time that we were over at Ryan's for whatever the hell we were at Ryan's for. Oh, it was when Mark was leaving. Mark was oh, leaving. good one, Lord. One, one of the, one of the like five times Mark was leaving North Carolina. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. And, and so he was like, ah, oh, guys, I don't want to ship all this beer to California. So I'm going to have this epic bottle share and brother came strong. And it was like a uh, couple bottles of uh, funky Buddha's last snow, which was like a, 10 or 11 percent porter I, uh, I felt like most of the uh, but it was like the days of the week all yeah, of the, the days of the week were there if you're not familiar with the brewery's days of the week they're very heavy they're all like I think they start at 14 percent yep I mean they're all crazy strong they're delicious but like they're not really meant to be like powering through and of course it's Mark's going away party so I'm making sure Mark's getting kid basically birthday pours we're like halfway through the party He's passed out in Ryan's bathroom. <laughs> and not in a very easy to reach way either. Because, no. And, and, because and, the bathroom is narrow and Mark length. So when Mark goes down, his feet kind of block the door and you can't, you just can't get in there to make sure he's okay. Right. And, and, and dear listener, if you haven't met Mark, Mark's a tall kind of burly dude and he's not easy to move. Like, I remember trying to manhandle him, like just turn him around and like, Hey, can, you know, if, if Mark doesn't want to move, he's not going to move. Yeah. And then the last thing I, I do remember is finally dragging him up out of that bathroom after, I don't know, five or six times and planting him on a couch and he passes the fuck right back out. And I'm like, we need to go. And yeah. now, yeah, this is a bad scene. Yeah, because was about, that was about the time that Ryan's wife came home, and, and she was just kind of like, um... Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, it is actually... Just another quick note. It is kind of funny to see how much over the 400 episodes we've all kind of grown up. Mm-hmm. Like... For sure. Yeah, that shit used to happen constantly. Let's be oh, yeah. honest. Like, one of us would pass out somewhere. Oh, yeah. And- <laughs> Never me. <laughs> well, I mean, and then, and then you know, like, there's the funny, unfunny joke, you know, we used to make about Josh's 
cat because yeah. <laughs> Ryan, I can't remember what show it was, and Ryan ended up crashing here on the couch, and he was talking about Slugger the Cat, and the cat dies like two days later or something yeah. like that. I mean, it was like on its last legs it anyway. Was. I mean, it was it was pretty rough. But, it, it was, but yeah. But I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, like, you know, besides the fact that, you know, you, you can say we've all matured a little bit, uh, a couple of us, myself especially, have gotten old man syndrome where it's just like, I can't hang like that anymore. Yeah. It, it's don't not that play I play video games anymore. I can't. It's not that I can't. I just don't want to. Right, because you know what's going to happen the next day. Yes, yes. It is that scene from Parks and Rec where Andy, she's like, uh, "I dare you to eat that whole jar of olives," and he like pops out the bottle. He's like, "I got to take a Zantac or I'll have acid all night." <laughs> we become old people. I can't. It's life sucks, man. Yeah, it does. Life comes at you fast sometimes. It does. All right. On that note, we're going to go take our break. Unless, Wells, you have any other thoughts? All right. We'll be back in thirty. Hey, we're back. Hey, it's time to play Buy No Buy. Josh, what's the name of the game? It's pretty simple. Out of the beers that we have been drinking, what do we enjoy? It's a very simple scale of a one or a zero. Sometimes we buy this own shit. Most of the time we buy our own shit. Sometimes we get listener stuff. And sometimes people do fridge clearance beers, or they bring beers in that people think they'll enjoy and they hate. So it yeah. can be all kinds of fun things. Speaking Jeff, of that, what's yeah. the fear, first beer up? First beer up from New Anthem uh, in Wilmington. This is the name of the game. Uh, a hazy IPA with Waimea, Nelson, Modiicas, and Jade. And I'm like, oh, cool, Jade Hops. I like Jade Hops, uh, but I don't like this beer. I mean, it, it had like all oh, the hops I thought you would like. It did, yeah. I mean, you theoretically, like yeah. It's just you like it's, Jade. It's a little too melony for me, and it's just super hazy. Like, I don't. I know this is their style. Um, you can continue to bring these on. I'm gonna continue to have a hard time with most of them. Fair enough. But this one's a no buy for me. Well. I think it's decent, but it's not good enough for me to tap. If if I had picked up a four pack of this, I would have gotten through it somehow. But well, I'm not saying tap. I mean, would you just buy this? Like, if, if there was a single can sitting at Salude, would you buy this? You know, the the more I. Oh, look, I mean, I, I would buy it once, but would I buy it again? No. Okay. You know, th- That's the no- name of the game. Yeah, nothing about this screams repeatability. I wouldn't hate it if I was stuck with it, but would I buy it again? Absolutely not. Josh. So are both of you over New Anthem at this point? I'm starting to wonder. Like, uh, should I stop bringing this stuff on? Because yes. I really like this. I think this is really good. Okay. You're allowed. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to hate on you for that. I mean, is this resident culture? No, but... And that's the thing. <laughs> like, is or heist. It, yeah, is, is it heist as good this? as what we can get in our local market? No. But we can get this shit in our local market oh, constantly. Oh, sure, but... They pump it in every fucking week, trust me. It's I like, know. It's just, like Pokemon. You got to catch them all. It's a new style. But just because it's like... A brand new beer that they will make one time, like it's it's fine. But I mean, it's the burial model. They do the same thing. Yeah, except I think burials floors higher. 
All right. Fair enough. I've been doing it for longer. I mean, you know, maybe one of these years they'll raise their bar. You know, I'm with Wells. I'm not saying they can't make good stuff. I'm just, it's none of it's really clicking for me. I mean, again, Wells turned me into this monster that I have become of give me every fucking hazy I can ever find. And this has quickly become one of those breweries where I'm like, do I like every single one of their beers? Absolutely not. But But they aren't all misses. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I, when Jeff was giving me shit about these, I was like, these aren't all misses. All right. No, we've just had some bad luck. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, what's next? Another new anthem beer. This is called the Amen Break. Not sure what that's supposed to be. This is a double IPA that is 8%. Again, talking about maturing and getting older and all that. Do you remember when regular IPAs were like 7.5, almost Uh 8%? Yeah. And double IPAs meant like more than 8 freaking percent? I do. Are, is this really a double IPA? Because I, until I read that just now, I would not have called this a double IPA. It's fine. It's similar to the other one. I like it a little more. Uh, Citra Mosaic, Eldorado. It's just like this is. There's at no point am I going to walk into, Common Market, Salud, wherever, and be like, Ah, yes, there's that new Anthem beer I got to have my hands on. No buy. Fair enough. Well. Um, what Jeff said, but the reverse, uh, I think this is finally the new Anthem beer that I could walk in and say, oh yeah, amen break. Like that's, this is so much better than the last little flavor of the week shit that they threw out. Um, this is tasty. I I feel it's a little bit more well-rounded. Um, and plus it's kind of hard to go wrong with a lot of the old heavy hitters uh you know mixed in so citra mosaic eldorado yeah Those are good um, this really works for me um it 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 came together it's very pleasing and it's a sneaky little eight percent ditty i enjoy this i'm i am not done with new anthem i'm just we were just going streaking in a negative way fair but what do you think uh so out of the two that i brought out on the show this is the one i was actually way more excited for i thought the first one was going to be way up more jeff's wheelhouse just because of the hops yeah um this one yeah this has got me written all over it i absolutely love this this is fantastic absolute buy next beer up uh next beer up a listener beer this is from incendiary in winston-salem thanks justin this is um it's just called black barley wine uh, it's barrel conditioned on cherry wood and vanilla uh, bourbon barrel with some English ale yeast. Um, this is really delicious. I really like the the barrel treatment on it. It almost plays off more like a, an imperial stout than it does a barley wine. Um, but just really good. Really. Um, I feel, do we have something else from them? Yeah. Incendiary. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Last set of shows. Little brother, little brother. No? Nope. Like we did. Okay. Okay. Um, At any rate, like, if they can make barley wines this good, um, this might be a place that I want to go check out. Pretty interesting. Uh, I liked it a lot. Buy for me. Wells? This is definitely blurring the line between barley wine and stout. Uh, To Jeff's point, I think the 
wood treatment on this is solid uh, cherry wood and bourbon barreled uh, with vanilla added I mean seriously this tastes like a stout looks like a stout um, but it definitely doesn't like check all the boxes flavor wise for a stout it's good it's real good I am super glad that I have one of these stashed away for a bottle share um, I think this is going over oh, that special barley wine party that Josh and I never get invited to. I'll yeah, I'll see you guys there next year. I'll make sure you get in. Um, yeah, it's tasty. It's 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 real good. It's a buy, Josh. Yeah, it walks like a duck. It talks like a duck, but it doesn't quack like a duck. Like it, it really does border that line of stout and barley wine. And Dan, this is good. This is really good. I was. I didn't know what to expect going in. This is fantastic. Absolute buy. Jeff, X beer up? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I would right, tend fine. to agree with you. Fine. Uh, Wells trolled us with a burial beer called Excommunication from the Altar of Nonconformity. Again, we are not running out of names. However, that is the most burial name that ever burialed. What's in it? So, so it's an imperial stout, but it has like Meyer lemon and lemon wheels and lemon crystally things, and I don't understand lemon in an imperial stout. Meyer lemon zest, lemon crystals, dried lemon wheels, shortbread, cinnamon, and three kinds of vanilla beans. Yeah. Um, so, so remember last episode when we said, "Hey, burial put all this shit into a beer," and we thought there's no way it could work, and it did. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They, they flew too close to the sun with this one. Uh, in my, in my opinion. This is their Icarus. Now, now, having said that, it has a crazy good rating on Untapped. I don't understand it. We must be a lot of Delta cases of COVID popping sure, up. Sure, 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 sure. If you even believe that that's a thing. <laughs> I just, I look at this and I'm like, I sometimes... We are amazed that a beer can come together given the adjuncts that are thrown in because we just think, like, that's a tall order. I don't know if it's all going to play well together. Then you look at something like this, and you're like, why would anyone buy this beer? I, I just don't... I don't know how many times you're looking for a lemony stout. 0.00000000. The first time I took a whiff of this, I was like, is that licorice? Like, it had this gross, like, candy licorice kind of vibe and I hated every bit of it so I think it's a across the board fuck this beer yeah well I, I mean I, I bought this <laughs> sight unseen like a lot of burial bottle drops happen right and um, I was optimistic because even though the list of ingredients was funky I just thought if anyone can pull this off surely it's burial and I think that some tasks simply are impossible because this one was not really... It's not I'm, me, Daddy. It's it's what I expected it to taste like, which was garbage. I was just hoping that for some reason, Burial could work a miracle, and I guess this is just out of their reach. It is a big-time no-buy. Mm-hmm. 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 Any closing thoughts? I mean, nope. Nope. look this this has changed like my buying patterns with them. Just this one, right? yeah. Because I mean, suddenly I'm I'm 
going to be looking at things a lot more critically rather than, oh, cool, I'll buy a bottle or two, and now it's, you know, do, this kind of sounds gross, and I'm just not sure. Yeah. So with with this beer, well, okay, and another one that had walnut in it and fucking nothing else um, that completely lit on fire all the, like, buy it blind goodwill that Barry LeBent uh, built up over the last couple of years for Which me. sucks. Yeah. You hate to get to that place, but at the same time, if they're going to basically, if they're going to roll something like this, hoping that you'll buy it blind, and now you're going to start scrutinizing a little more, I mean, you know, it's what happens. There goes your business plan. If that's even their business plan. So meanwhile, I'm looking at this lineup, and I know I set it up, so there's, you know, whatever. yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm looking at this lineup, and I'm like, okay, so Josh brought two IPAs that we were kind of ho-hum about. We got a listener beer that, that went over pretty well. Yeah. And then Wells brought this lemon turd. Yep. And then, because it was episode 400, I bought brought the uh, 2021 Revolution Cuvée de Grasse. Ooh. you guys like to know what's in it this year? Please. Please share. Okay, so... It is a cuvee of a lot of different barrels and beers put in barrels. Um, it in <clears throat> every year is different, but this year they have eleven barrels of Death Tar uh, for the sweet component. They have seven barrels of Ryeway to Heaven for the dry component. Fourteen barrels of Straight Jacket for the sweet component. Two barrels of Thundertaker, which is a uh, rye barrel rice stout. And then two barrels of a Ryeway to Heaven straight jacket blend. This beer's trash and I hate it. Also, I want to live in a keg of this. Like the, uh, you know, the scene from like uh, Empire Strikes Back where, where Luke's in the back to tank. I want a back to tank of this. But instead of like having a mask, it's just like one giant straw. Am I allowed any more? Yeah, yeah, I got, okay. I got some more from okay. Uh, th- this cuvee was we had for the first time last year. Uh, last year's variant was different, uh, was excellent. Um, this one is is excellent as well. I mean, it, it's a revolution beer, which we gush over all the time. But the, the reality Not of all of them, the, well, true. But the reality of it is like, there's a reason. There's a reason we gush over. Them. They are that damn good. Big buy for me. Wells. Oh, I'm super happy there aren't any uh, strawberries in this. Um. This is very tasty. Um, again, Revolution's another one of those breweries where the floor is very high. Um, this is damn good. I could see myself spending a, a lot of time with a can of this. I mean, an hour or two. Or this, ten minutes sometimes. Or ten minutes. It, this, I mean, this is really good. It, it's, it's not shy. 15%. Let's you know that it's it's a force to be reckoned with. It's a definite solid buy, Josh. Uh, as we are approaching football season, uh-huh. this is totally a mid or late afternoon football beer. Like I've had a couple of IPAs. I'm kind of tired of an IPA. Just yeah. want something I can just kind of chill out I'm with. I'm about to pull something off the smoker. Right. This would go really well with that. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, this is mwah, this is delicious. And it never gets fair when we have some of these revolution beers, because when it comes to I tap that, of course we'd buy this. This keg would probably cost us 
an arm and a leg. Sure, but but it's and also. A baby. But I think it's also one of those like, yes, it costs. It would cost a lot of money, but you wouldn't crush through it like you would. You know, a pilsner right. or hop, drop, and roll. You know, like a, like a crushable idea. Well, you could. You'd be. Uh, you'd I need a I'm, new liver by the time. I you think I'm it. physically incapable of doing this. Like, this this is a straight sipper. Like my tongue recognizes the second I take any liquid in my mouth. It's like, well, hang on, a little bit at a time, bud. This is this is. It presents as a sipper. Yeah. This isn't sneaky. Correct. All right, so it's time for I tap that. I don't even really think it's pretty fair because I'm pretty sure I know what we're all going to put on our kegerator. We, we have another clean clean sweep, basically. Yep. But, I mean, I would enjoy to have some of those new Anthem. Yeah, I, I bet you would. My keg. And, and that's... That's me. That's there's me. nothing wrong with that. They're, they're, they're good beers for you. They're, again, Wells is... I notice you're not tapping them, but... Well, no, because come on. I mean, Wells beat me into submission because how long did I hate that beer style? And now it's like my go-to beer style. Like, well, it's, it's it's amazing how much, again, I guess, I don't know if you want to call it maturity. If you want to call it like, there's times where I just don't want my teeth ripped out. I just want a nice, subtle IPA that... What's the evolution of the style, too? When you were yeah. first getting into it, you know, there was a lot of is this a milkshake or is this a New England IPA thing? And sometimes you guess wrong on that. Right. Ugh. Yeah, and we've determined milkshake IPAs are for, for the garbage. It. All right, Jeff. We're at the end of episode 400. Which Where is crazy. You, which, any thoughts? Any words? Anything else we haven't said? You know, this all started as a lark. An idea that kind of just came organically. Josh and I were talking one day. He had kind of been wanting to do it, and I think he needed that extra little nudge. And I was excited for the idea, and we started it. And we've seen a lot of different hosts and co or a lot of different co-hosts come through the door. Um, it's been it's been fun having you know Wells here, or Chris, or Mark, or Ryan. I mean, you know, and, and then all of our guests, the people who were only on for a couple of episodes. Like it's just. Sometimes it's fun to mix it up because, I mean, it it's weird to think and, and to say this out loud that we've been friends for almost seven years. Yeah. Which is weird because, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a lot of friends that I've been friends with for seven years. Over seven years, actually. Yeah. Eight. I mean, we keep enough distance that it's not like we don't cross right. boundaries too much. And we don't get right. too sick of each other. But, you know, like, it works out well. It's this great excuse every other week to get together and have good beers and then some bad ones that Josh brings <laughs> and Wells. And that I bring. You know, it, it, it's this great time of just hanging out and and I wouldn't trade it for the world. All the little things that we've gotten to do, um, it's been great. And I'm, I'm so thankful that you started this because it's been a blast and I don't want to see it go anywhere. So there's that. I'm, I'm not going to. There was that hot minute where you were like, mm, I think I'm going to move to Seattle and I'm kind of like, seriously like, how do I make this not happen? <laughs> how, how can I convince him? Seattle sucks. Seattle sucks. Seattle sucks. Yeah. Although my stories about Portland were legit. Those were not to scare you off. No, I, I, I believed it. I believed it. Although if he moved to Seattle, he'd be able to send us some Fremont beer. Oh, like, I've got I've got a friend out there. He sends us Fremont beer. You know, oh, dang. I've got a, I think I've got a barrel-aged B-bomb sitting in my cellar. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> if only you had some people to split that with. Yeah, well, then there's that whole like, uh, you know, if we do whales for wishes or the the um, uh, roasting for research or whatever the next big bottle share is. Yeah, you know, I'll have some fun stuff for that. Although it'll probably be just a cooler full of revolution cans. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Uh, Wells, do you have anything to shout out? Man, I just can't believe I'm stuck with it this long. I can't either, uh, to be honest. I, I I love you to death. You are, have become one of my best friends. I really thought you were going to bail on this after about two episodes. So well, I'm shocked you're still here. Well, I mean, I, I did get in a, a very interesting start. And I definitely had the most immaturity coming into uh, this show. I remember trying to undercut you all the time, just like, just to keep you on your toes a little bit. But yeah, uh, yeah, the show's come a long way in just 300 and change episodes that I've been around. And damn, I'm having, having a blast. Cool. Any final thoughts for you? No, I just uh, thanks everybody for listening and hanging out. Thanks for you two for sticking in here. Uh, losing co-hosts always sucks. I've been heartbroken every time, but then I also knew it's Except time when to... Mark left. That was a good move. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was, time, you, it was time to shed and move on, and I feel like the three of us have gelled so well in the sense that I was in a full-on panic attack when Chris left. Like, Jeff knows this. Like, uh, we need to find a fourth. Who's our fourth? Who's our fourth? We've had a fourth forever. I can't, I can't do this. No, it's just been great. So, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at, man? Come check us out on the interwebs. Craftbeercast.com. Find links to our old episodes or old articles. Um, all kind of fun stuff there. Follow us on the Twitters at CBCast. And you can find All of the Wells where? At All the Wells on Twitter and Instagram and Venmo and PayPal. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it. Cat, cat, was it cash up? What's the, what's the one where people are like, here's my cash up. And they're like, I don't know. There's something like that. I'm not, old. Not on OnlyFans yet. <laughs> yeah, well, Josh, where are you? Now that they're putting adult content back on, are you going to go? Uh, he's thinking about it. I guess it depends on. No, it doesn't depend on anything. You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget to tell a friend. Tell somebody. We made it four fucking hundred episodes. A, a goal that I had in mind when I started this and I never thought I would get here and so yeah just tell people like and then don't forget about our Patreon like we do this shit ad free patreon.com slash that's the one just don't forget about you know helping in any way you can in any way that you can I really and all three of us really really appreciate it and beyond that we will talk to you guys next Thursday <laughs> <laughs>